Welcome to a Sunny Side Up Life podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to live an abundant life full of freedom and positivity. I'm Sammy Womack, and I'm on a mission to help you break free from survival mode, gain financial freedom, stay motivated, and focus on what matters most. Join the movement, and let's start living on the brighter side of life together. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. This week, we are going to talk about spending fun money when you are broke, or in other words, when you're on a tight budget. I kind of hate the term broke, but hey, maybe it got your attention for you to listen to this episode. But what I really want to talk about is basically how to budget in some fun money when you are on a really tight budget, okay, and the importance of that. This conversation came up on a coaching call the other day. And I wrote it down because I was like, I took note of it. I was like, hey, we've got to talk about this on the podcast. This is a great topic of conversation. So we're going to dig into that a little bit. So this particular client is in between jobs right now. She has some savings, but obviously we don't want to chip into it faster than we have to. Like she should have enough to get her through the maybe two months or so. Like she's she's got a little bit of, of wiggle room in there. It's not like scorched earth, like her rent is still going to get paid, you know, like that. But we need to be really cautious because obviously it's scary, like having two kids and not having a job at the moment, right? That's, that's scary. And I've been in this situation with different clients, kind of, you know, different, but similar situations. I've been in this situation with myself where it's like, I really, my budget is tight enough where 10 or $20 makes a difference. You know, hopefully the goal is, or maybe you're already to this point where your 10 or $20 is not a big deal. And where you get to a point where maybe like 50 or a hundred dollars is not a big deal. Like that's the goal, of course, right? That's the goal is to like evolve and kind of grow into this journey to where you kind of get to that point. But a lot of us have been, myself included, have been at the point of like the money is so tight that if we're going to budget in, you know, we're working on the budget, we're going through the spending and we're like, okay, we're going to, let's budget 250 for groceries. And we get down and we're like, no, 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 we're going to cut the groceries back to like 240 because that really makes, that actually makes a difference, right? We've been there. We have definitely been there. And so the problem is, is when the budget gets to this point where it is super, super tight, five or $10 makes a difference. It's really, really hard and nearly technically impossible to budget in any fund money. Because if something's got to give, if it's $10 of fund money or another $10 towards groceries, which one is more important. On paper, the groceries are more important, right? I mean, you've got to eat. You've got to get fuel in your car so you can get back and forth to work, take the kids to where they need to go, pay the electricity bill on time, pay the rent, pay the mortgage, whatever it is, at least pay the minimums on your debt. Like when we're really in this tight spot. But the problem is, 
And this is not a blanket statement. This is kind of, it's hard to just kind of make a one size fits all statement with this part, which is why, particularly why I love coaching is because you get to get in there and see all of the exact numbers of someone's budget. You get to know exactly where they are mentally, where they are emotionally. You know, are they in a strong enough mental state where you really can go a whole week with basically no fun money? They're okay. They're like, you know what? I know I can't spend any fun money this week. So I'm going to make sure like I'm going to take the kids to the park. I'm going to go like just visit with some friends or some family this weekend just at their house and not spend any money or they're going to come over and we're just going to eat like the food that we already have in the pantry or the freezer. Like we're not going to spend extra, but we still have like some social activities planned or we still have a fun treat planned or, you know, we're just going to, we're just going to like watch Netflix for a date night and put the kids to bed a little early or something, you know, like we're still going to plan to do something fun and it's okay if that fun money is zero. That's also okay. But the problem is, is with saying this on like a podcast or making a social media post about this is that feels like a very blanket statement. And I don't feel 100% comfortable making that blanket statement of like, oh, if you if your budget is so tight, just go to the park, just have a friend over, just have a Netflix and chill night instead of like going out to dinner. I don't really feel 100% comfortable making that statement just to everyone because I don't know where your mental health is versus hers over here. Okay, so, you know, girl number one is, she's great. Like her mental state is great. She's like, I feel okay. Like I'm super motivated right now. I'm okay to have $0 of fun money for, for this week. Like this week, it's fine. I, we have other stuff planned. I'm gonna be distracted and we have other things to look forward to. It's gonna be fine. But girl number two is like, hanging by a thread. Her mental state is like hanging by a thread. She's just in this really in this spot where she like she needs a freaking break. Like she needs a break. She needs something fun to look forward to. Um, I was talking to another an, another client the other day um, where they live. It's still snowing. <laughs> and I you know, I forget like, sorry, I, I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I, for, I forget. Okay. In Texas, like we've already had a couple of days where we've like had the air conditioner on uh, just because of like the humidity. It's not super hot yet, but like in the eighties <laughs> and I'm like, well, you know, at least like the weather is warming up and maybe you guys can get outside and kind of suggesting that maybe you guys can like go to the park or go for a walk. I was making a blanket statement. I was making a generic statement. I was assuming, which is incorrect of me to do. And I caught myself saying it and she was like, yeah, so we still have snow on the ground. And I was like, oh, okay. So you're not in the full effect of like, hey, it's spring, we can go outside. You're not fully there yet. So kind of reel that back in and be like, oh, girl number two, like her, mental state is like not at a place where she's like, cool, I can go to the park for free. 
you know, I can get out of the house with the kids and like not spend money because they're still still on the ground, you know, or to the fact of like her mental health is at a point where she's going to need a little something else. She's going to need to like physically get out of the house on date night and like pay a babysitter, go to a nice dinner because mentally and emotionally, that's where she's at. And that, like I said, that's two different people in two different states, in two different states of mental health, right? Their budgets might look exactly the same. They might have the exact same income or lack of income, you know, if you're between jobs or something crazy has happened, um, the exact same bills, the exact same needs as far as like groceries, gas, like spending type of needs, but their mental health be in two different places, that budget looks different, right? That budget looks very different. And I'm not saying that like money necessarily is going to buy her happiness. Like having extra spending money is necessarily going to suddenly cure her depression. I don't think that's true at all, but it does help. It is a little something extra, a little cherry on top, a little something to look forward to. And sometimes you're not in the depths of the fact of like really, really into it. You're just in the fact of, I need a babysitter. (laughs) I need to pay a babysitter. I need to go on a date night. I need to like get my hair done. I need some freaking like new clothes, like need them. Um, This other conversation we were having, one of my clients was like, she was like, I needed a new bra. And she was like tearing up telling me this. And she was like, this is not a, I just think it would be fun to like have a pretty new bra. She was like, no, literally like I needed it. I, I, I don't know. I've been in the spot too, where I'm like, it has to happen like right now, you know? And she's still nursing. Like she's at the end of her nursing journey with her baby. And like, she's like, I needed this. And I'm like, girlfriend, go, you know, and it was one of those moments of like her mental health and her physical, how she feels in her body, how she shows up day in and day out for herself and her family. It did depend on her needing that new bra, like spending that money. And like I said, that cannot just be a blanket statement of like, if you feel bad in your body, go buy a whole bunch of new clothes. Like that's a blanket statement that is not a correct answer for everyone. So one of the beautiful things about coaching is that you get to like get inside of that story and know like, does she feel bad in her body? Like, is she not happy how she's showing up every day? Or is she just being frivolous and needing and and just like, having a shopping problem that she's just going and buying too many clothes. It can, it can look the same on the surface, but underneath there's, there could be two very different stories, potentially two very different stories going on. And so that's where it's kind of hard to like talk on this subject because I don't know exactly where you are in this story. I have to kind of pass along these two different perspectives, are you girl A or are are you girl one or are you girl two, right? In this scenario, and then hopefully let you adapt that story to yourself. So this can look like if your budget is very, very tight, putting $0 of fun money and making sure that you are doing something that will 
make you feel better, give you something to look forward to, be a hobby, be a social event, you know, be quality time with your partner or your friends or your sister or whoever you need, you know, or one of your kids like sometimes you know you need to like pull one kid out of the sibling group and like go to have a special date with them or something like that can that be something that is free yes or no like can you do something that's free does that make sense do you need to budget in some fun money and this can look different from week to week that's why it's super important to not just copy and paste your spending budget numbers to really look at in the next week or in the next two weeks, whatever it is, what do we have going on? What do we need to do? What do we want to do? What's happening? What numbers do we need? And kind of adapting, adjusting, what what can we do? Is there extra money to budget in some fun money or do we need to find something free to do? Also, back to the client that is in between jobs, you know, she has enough savings to where she's going to be fine for two months. Hopefully that's enough time for her to get another job secure. We're still in that first month of those two months. And so if she still doesn't, we might, we're probably going to tighten up the budget even more so for month two, but we're not really to that point yet. There's still a little bit of wiggle room for her to have a little bit of fun money. And I think we put like five or $10 in her fund money. It was very small, but it was for two weeks. And I was like, seriously, do something. If you need to go to the dollar store, which Dollar Tree is $1.25 tree now, which is everybody's favorite joke. But seriously, it's something I would use, I used to do. We go to the Dollar Tree and I would say, okay, everybody can get one thing. And that included me. So me and all the girls, we would all get one thing. Mine was usually like a puzzle. I love the puzzles from the Dollar Tree. The girls would get whatever, one toy or like a new nail polish or whatever they (laughs) decided. And we would all have one treat. That was our treat for the week. And you didn't get anything else that you didn't absolutely need. And it was $4, right? One dollar for me, one dollar for each of the kids, and that was it. We definitely have had weeks like that. There were other times where, especially at the beginning of our journey, which I kind of kind of lucky, my girls were pretty young. They didn't really I mean, Melanie wasn't even born yet. Izzy was a baby, right? So they didn't really ask for like some like snacks on every single grocery list like they do now. <laughs> um, but Back then, at the very beginning of our budgeting journey, my very favorite treat was to get myself fresh flowers from the grocery store. And they would be like daisies or something that was like $5. And that was my favorite thing was to throw that into the grocery, into the grocery budget. And it kind of acted like it didn't really even happen because it was like categorized as groceries. And that was my treat for the week. I would get myself some fresh flowers. I would have fresh flowers in my kitchen. And that was my treat. Other weeks, it would be like I would be at the grocery store. I would throw in like a magazine or I would throw in nail polish or a new like hair accessory, like one thing. And I would get one thing in the grocery order and that would be it. 
Um, sometimes nowadays it's more of like with the girls and stuff, it's like, okay, everybody gets one snack. Like you can get like a bag of chips or like a pack of cookies or whatever you want, you know, as far as like a junk food, everybody gets one thing. And we, and I just like set those, ex- set those intentions, that expectation ahead of time. Like one, you could pick one. <laughs> sometimes it's like, okay, you can pick two. That's very rare. But the whole point is, is that still finding somewhere in there that for one, you can set an intention so it doesn't get out of hand. You can be like one thing, that's it. Or it can be like 20 bucks, that's it. And set that for yourself or be like, hey, I'm going to challenge myself. I feel okay to do this. I'm in a good mental state to challenge myself this week, zero dollars this week we're going to have fun with whatever we already own or we're going to go do something free. So we're going to have a game night at home with a board game we already own. We're going to watch a net- new new Netflix movie. We're going to go to the park. Like we're going to find something free. We're going to make a treat out of it, but it's not going to cost us anything. So that's really up to you. There are different options, but the most important thing and the thing I want you to most take away from this is number one, to assess where you are right now, what mental state you're in. Are you good to do this challenge or do you need a little something extra to kind of get you through? No shame either way, okay? Don't shame yourself, just accurately figure out where you are. Um, And then two, like, put it in your budget. Is it zero? Is it 20? Is it 100? I don't care what it is. But put it in your budget and make sure that you have like fully assessed the situation. Have a game plan. Have an idea of, okay, it's going to be 20 bucks. This is what I want to do. I want to go out to lunch with my friend. I want to get some fresh flowers. I want to go get my nails done. I want to, you know, I need a new bra. I want a new bra, <laughs> whatever it is. And and kind of go from there. And you know, and also make sure that you're not just copying and pasting, that you are seriously taking this paycheck by paycheck, budget by budget, whether that's one week or two weeks or a month or whatever that needs to be, and and accurately figuring out where you are right now and what you actually need. Not just copy and paste of what you did last time. What do you need right now? And figuring out how to make that work. So I hope that that was helpful to you wherever you are on your journey, whichever place you are in this scenario. Hopefully that this was helpful. And yeah, I just, I had to share this message with you and I hope that it made sense. If you are listening to this and you are like the listening to the examples with the coaching and you're like, yes, this is me. I definitely need this help. I need somebody to kind of take an inside look at my budget. That is what I am here for. So find the link in the show notes and go ahead and get on the waiting list for my coaching. I send emails whenever there are openings in my coaching spots. I only keep a limited amount of one-on-one coaching clients so I can make sure that I give everyone the individualized attention that they need and they deserve. So if you are interested in coaching, make sure that you get on the waiting list so you can get an email as soon as there are spots open. All right. That is all for me today and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye guys.
Thanks for hanging out for another episode of a Sunny Side Up Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend because you never know who needs to hear this message. If you haven't already, please leave a review and subscribe. Reviews and subscribers are what help the podcast grow and what help new ladies find our community. And again, thanks for hitting play on this episode and for investing some time in yourself today. Remember that I'm always here to support you and I'm always cheering you on along the way. Don't forget that everything that we mentioned in this episode will be linked in the show notes. All right, that's all for me this week. Bye, guys.